let that get away. Let's see here. Put this over here. I think I will sit. I'll close this and then we can open it again. I just don't, don't want to get too much. Okay. Reasonably comfortable. Um, <coughs> I wanted to. Uh, let me sit over this way. I had wanted to uh, talk about uh, to go back a little bit from our theoretical discussion to some kind of to alternate back into some biographical kinds of things uh, <coughs> and talk about um, after you left Cornell in the period when you when you went back to Brazil and, and that period. Now on the on the other tape <coughs> with Harold. You you just outlined your moves that that um, I believe uh, you and Francis went to her parents' home and then um, and I guess sort of made arrangements at that point. Then you went back to Brazil for about a year or a little less. Yeah, less than a year. And then came back and, and you married. Um, but I'd like to to uh, go into a little more detail into that period right when you you graduated uh, and you know, oh going yeah down okay to, well. Uh, <clears throat> Actually, uh, going to visit to visit uh, Frances and her family there it didn't even take all that long, and I really, I, I really don't remember how much it might have been. It might have been Week, two, two three weeks. weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, say three weeks between I stopped at, at Ithaca again and uh, saw the Davises. Now you and you had uh, made a firm plan to marry at that point, and the purpose of that trip was probably to well, we were planning to marry. You know what is firm? You know, I mean, we were, we were hoping that. Uh, yeah. Well, in fact, we were. I think what we were really saying, we'd uh, we'd hope it would work out in about two years, you know, something like that. And uh, then it, uh, it became possible in a year, actually. I mean, it seemed like you know, a good reason for mm -hmm. for okay, so, longer. Okay, so so then you returned more or less directly to to Rio. Yes, exactly. And I just just went down from from Ithaca to. Uh, to New York and, and uh, got on the boat and I looked around the you know looked around the, I looked around the museums very quickly. It's, mm -hmm. it's an old habit. So this is 1927. This is the late 1927 summer. 1927 in the middle of the summer. Middle. Middle of the summer. July. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. so when you arrive back in Rio and you have this degree and this experience that you've had while you've been in. United States. Now, did you make any visits to Rio be between the time no, you, right, you no, had just been no, entirely in the United States? Two years. That was, uh, was, was almost exactly two years. Well, so, one, you know, one, take a, take a leave one day over or so. So what, was, uh, what did you do? What, you what uh, did I find down there? Yeah. Well, my father had this uh, landscape architectural practice, and uh, uh, he was at that moment actually concentrating on that mm -hmm. more than anything else he, he used to. And uh, so, uh, before long, I was. Uh, I, I took a trip to Bahia. Also took a trip to. Now wait. Uh, now wait. Say that again. To the city of Bahia. Okay. How, how, how is that spelled? B A H I A. That's the capital okay. of the state of Bahia. Why don't you uh, drop a chair here and join us? I'll, I'll move him. Move him. Thanks. And uh, where? Uh, he, uh, that's right. He had a. He had made some connection with. Uh, was was some uh, some guy who actually was a uh, commission exporter, and was acting as an agent for him. And uh, it turned out that this guy's brother-in-law, yeah, his his brother, the agent's brother-in-law, uh, was the mayor of the city of Bahia. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they needed, or some things could be done or should be done, and they were applying. And so 
that, that just sort of goes more or less uh, the, uh, created with my so that was going up there pretty soon. The first thing yeah, you kind remember, of you know, it wasn't too long after we got to real. real well, no, it was some We were in the apartment. Yeah, we were in the apartment. So, went, so went south first. Now, wait, I went south first, that's right. Now, is, is this, so this thing with Bahia, is happened to the year later? Yeah. Actually, that was in the year later, okay, so, she's correct. Yeah. It was in the, fir in the first uh, year that I went to Bahia, I mean, to, to Curitiba, which is the state capital of the, of the yeah, state of Paraná. I-T-A. BA. And uh, and I designed some things for them, uh, you know, there while I was there. So actually. so essentially, you when you came back, you you basically just were working in your father's business as a just took uh, right on, you know, and, just and, another uh, you know within person working within a uh, within a, a, a few months of my getting there, we uh, arranged partnerships so that so we were even um, uh, as partners. Mm -hmm. Were you were you living with your with your parents at that uh, time? No. We were in the boarding house, and then we were in the apartment. Well, well I'm talking about this first year. Before he came back. Before I came back. Myself. Yes, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. When, that when I was by myself, in other words, yeah. uh, I was still that's living with, with my parents. Yeah. Is there any other particular um, works, particular parks or gardens that you that you recall? Uh, or I suppose it's hard to distinguish that year from the following years in terms of that issue. But I was well, wondering. Well, we were planning a number of things. In, in, uh, Consulting with things, which of course, uh, what they, what I got to uh, gradually was uh, into was uh, I became also a, a site plan consultant, and the way this worked out was very very neat. We had an office down the main dragon way way down towards the high, uh, you know, where the Noiti building is. Right? Now, and. Uh, what I would do, and I would, uh, these people would generally work to, you know, to five o'clock or five thirty anyway, and instead of working uh, late, I would take off about four o'clock from the office, and then I'd walk, uh, you know, sometimes earlier, you know, too much to do, and I'd walk, uh, and I'd stop at a few of the architects' offices, people that I knew, friends, you know, and we were just shooting the breeze. I mean, there was no, no, never any thought really about anything in particular, and this is what really worked. Mm -hmm. And I eventually, I, I learned to do art that way. So your leisure yeah. business be, or your leisure contact became yeah. a business it, contact yeah. without any just effort. friendly and on. They'd say, uh, and uh, they'd say either either I I see something on the drawing board sometimes because they were not trying to keep anything from me because they, I wasn't in direct competition, you see, for them. Right. Yeah. But they were very interested in in, in ideas that I had, and I was talking, you know, about things, and they were always pumping me about things mm -hmm. because in the U.S. and so on, and. Uh, so I, I'd say, gee, you, you, got, you got a problem, you know. And this is how it started with some of these people, you know. They're, they're, they were friends of mine from before, and, and uh, some I acquired after I came back. And I'd say, uh, we've got to spend some money on this, or, you, or, or later this guy is going to have more of a problem, eh? mm -hmm. and so on. And, uh, and I'd, I'd just, just say this to them, which was, was, was gratis to them, let them do what they want with it, you know. So you sort of were... And then once in a while they would come back and say, Fred, you know, I just got uh, thinking about that. And uh, this is typical of a lot of situations. Uh, you better come and talk to my client. So you kind of uh, so, were providing an overview in a sense. That's then. right, an overview. And this uh, uh, turned out to be very, very interesting because I got to go to all sorts of places that these people were doing. And some of them, uh, most of them were around real, but uh, sometimes they would be uh, like, like uh, a place up the, the coast, in, in, uh, 
And then with the sugar, with the, with these sugar uh, uh, plants were, you know, these, the woman gave me the, the on the board ship gave me the, the Brazilian woman gave me something about sugar. Sugar cane? Oh. Sugar cane consortium or something. Well, anyway, that was a sugar cane world, you know, and uh, one of these guys was a customer of some friend of mine in Rio. And uh, so I got to, to go on. And, uh, mm -hmm. But that job didn't put uh, my whatever I did for them. Uh, I never was able to, to see through because I, I left eventually before oh. that took place. Yeah, no. Anyway, I got to meet all kinds of people, and, and uh, the problem would be uh, after a while, I got so that they would not. Uh, I wasn't just uh, acting in a remedial capacity, you know, uh, something would come up. And they would talk to me beforehand, Fred, they'd say, Fred, this uh, uh, Federico, you know, they said, they said uh, here we are again, you know, what's going to happen here with this, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I was thinking of something about Bob like this, you know, you got any, any, any ideas to just as well, so let me see the... Mm -hmm. Just what we would call the, a consultant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and so, and so uh, pretty soon, uh, almost became indispensable to some of those guys yeah. in, their, in, their, in, their, in their site planning. No. And it was actually, this is interesting, because it was just a few years after that, that the expression site planning became really uh, 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 a, term a, a term in the U.S. You know, I was actually using this kind of term hmm. you know, uh, before. Um, I'm wondering, uh, in, in terms of, of going back and, and being married, was there a particular criteria in your mind that you had to meet you know, before you could do that, or how did you... Uh, like you said, you thought maybe two years you weren't sure. How did you decide, or what? Oh, you know, it's a kind of funny question. <laughs> when you decided you could come out well, here, I wait. mean, at, uh, <laughs> when you when you're going to say something like this, and and, uh, and you're sort of in a sense of talking to the girl's father in a way too, you know. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, it's no, no no nonsense telling him what your feelings are. Your feelings are you like to be back in six months. Right. But you're not going to probably make it. Besides, uh, that's a very uneconomical way to operate. I mean, to travel that frequently on those those, exp those were very expensive trips by mm -hmm. boat. Two weeks each way. And, yeah, right. Uh, so I I thought, uh, you know, that it shouldn't be too complicated. I mean, uh, not to to uh, uh, you know to do this in, in two so, years. You know, so you're feeling within that, two years. But to do what is what I'm saying? Just, just to, to come back and, and get married. Just to establish yourself in sort of in, bus in a business sense? No, I was established already. The minute that I was working with my father, I was established. Because for one thing, uh, and as it proved, proved you know, and, and uh, within three months I was partner. I was uh -huh. a partner, and, and uh, uh, then I began to have uh, some say as to where the money was going, because he, he was plowing into, into things which weren't all that wise and not, and not that interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I guess I'm confused. And what what was the, uh, um, in a sense, that what you know, what what was different at the end of that year? Or was it just a matter of in the? Oh, well, there's enough money. Just well, it's just simple. <laughs> okay, that's, I guess that's, <laughs> that's, that's the real that's the, the the capital question. The bank account is simple. We're making money. And besides, Francis sent a very cute picture, which oh, is irresistible. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Now, is that a true story? Yeah, sure. That's yeah. right. No. Say, so, well, when, when, when I saw the picture. I know. When I oh, that, that, that was when he left. Yeah. Oh. Now, one thing I just have to do here. Oh, no, I, you're right. My, my transcriber's going to go crazy. Um, spell, spell your last name, Alex. <laughs> if you would. Uh, Jameson, J-A-M-I-S-O-N. All right. Wonderful. Just because it's so everyone's identified. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, let me direct this question to Francis then. When when you got back down to Rio, did you did you feel a kind of a culture shock, sort of being in Rio all of a sudden, or what? You know, was your 
Were you adept at the language uh, at all? Or? No. <laughs> it must have been quite a quite a big. That, I mean, that's a fairly I abrupt. I didn't expect to be. Oh well, that's appealed to me. <laughs> you just you just sort of enjoyed jumping into the situation, you mean kind of in terms of the, the difference between the cultures, or? Sure, that's okay. Yeah, I think. I might have, I might have gone there with somebody else. I might even have married Fred and stayed in my own hometown, but I would have might have gone married somebody else to get to Rio. Oh, you thought? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, Is that That gives me some sense. <laughs> so it's kind of a real adventure, isn't yeah. it, what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would think it must be. I mean, just like I was saying at lunch when my parents well, went to South Africa, they, they really had culture shock mostly when they came back. Oh, that's oh, the worst time. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Well, after you got down there then in, in Rio, the two of you, uh, I, I'm wondering just, so let's see, we're talking about 1928 is in the summer or late fall of 1928 is when you come back and are married. Is that correct? Let's see, I got it right here. I'm one eye. August. But I, it's uh, August 28. Yeah, 28. Okay. And so then you're you're you go back to Rio and essentially you're just continuing the practice the way you've been describing it. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering what your kind of what was your life like in a sense? I mean, did you still have contact with these, uh, for example, the poet people that you had? mentioned before or you know what kind of people did you socialize with just what was the texture of the way you uh, lived no at that uh, at that point uh, uh, I was not meeting quite as many people like that and that was just a certain sort of circumstances I think I would have probably seen them again you know I think it was just was very exciting and very busy what mm -hmm. I was doing what, what were you gonna say and and uh, it's simply uh, this was a new thing, and God, you know, I, uh, I was a, uh, forgive me, I was a sensation down there. <laughs> I was. You should know better than I. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. And people were paying well for what I, for, you know, for the service he gave. Oh, and uh, the, the, the part that I've always liked about this is that, that as I, I knew it then, and I, as I think of it back now, nobody would have given them any better service than we did. And it was, uh, we did a lot of pioneering. Uh, we, we often, we may have even lost a few jobs sometimes, but uh, I'm not aware that I really lost any, but mm -hmm. uh, some people may not have uh, looked us up perhaps or something like that just because they thought they, we were more than, than they wanted, you know, mm -hmm. why? You, know? you weren't entirely safe in some people's Yeah, because we, we, we uh, you know, experimented. Also, it was expensive, and, and this was a strictly deluxe business. Mm -hmm. Who were the typical clients? Uh, you name them, all the people there, all the people from the, from the, uh, the, um, the, uh, who is the vice president of the, uh, I mean, the, from the president of Brazil, the vice president of Brazil. I mean, I'd walk down the street in Rio and the vice president of Brazil would greet me, you know, greet me like that. And people look around, you know, <laughs> who is this? And this kid, you know. But that was not, not just because it was a kid, I've, you know, I've made that point to you, mm -hmm. you know. That the the young there are not discriminated against, and yeah, this I is the so. this is the one thing that the young here haven't understand that the young the young in this country are only uh, bargaining for baby privileges, you see, and uh, they have they're they're going nowhere, you see, and yeah. this ends up in a very. Did you do any? Uh, I mean, you you were saying earlier you were really working quite a lot, but I'm wondering, did you do any drawing and painting uh, sort of for its own sake during this period? I did. I did write alone. Write alone because I always one of the parts that I always liked, and, and in fact the part that I liked most, 
in the architectural projects was, was the initial phase in which things are sketched out and where you sort of you sort of let yourself go and see now what what would you what would you do the most with this if you if you could do it you know mm -hmm. and if there were no stops you know, no, no, no limitations and it's, it's interesting how how how, uh, how fruitful that is you you trim that down sometimes and, and have to trim it down and you and you you make it you know you make it something more solid much more, 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 you know, real. But at the same time, there is some life left into it, in it, you know, mm -hmm. I should say. Well, a lot of people that uh, I've known plenty, so-called colleagues in the past, they are always thinking up, I mean, or thinking down in the first place, and then they think that they're going to climb back by the quality of their work, you know? Mm. I see what you're saying. No, that's a contrary. So, and uh, of course, the answer to this is that, uh, the part of the reason you brought up the question is, that that's the stage at which you can proceed. One can proceed the uh, the freest yeah, in terms right. of sketches, and, uh, and where your concepts are meeting. Concepts, you know, and that's the, where I got. You know, line. I I was very very good at that, and uh, I'm sure I got a I got a third of my, my you know or more than half of my marks at Cornell just because of the quality, the freedom, and mm -hmm. that I was putting into the uh, projects. You know. In the, in the, Mm -hmm. Just because of that, I already had that before I ever went to Cornell, uh, and of course continued, and I and eventually took it into other things. Right. Well, uh, did you uh, did you maintain much contact with the United States? You must have, I would think. But you know why during this couple of years in Rio, like with Cornell, no. Francis is shaking her head. No, no not really. I mean, no, if there was a chance, you know, of being close to somebody that we knew, we'd look him up. You know, I, mean, I, I stopped him and saw up one, you know, in New York, one time, thirty-five, I think it was, you know, just about then. No, not thirty-five, mm -hmm. forty, about forty. But while you were down and living in Rio, and, and you didn't Rio. have much contact with the states. No, uh, uh, but uh, well. Did you try to read you magazines or? Oh, surely. Yes. Well, I, I, by that time, uh, by well, that time we had some American and English customers, and, uh, and in fact, uh, one of the last customers I was acquiring, including a number of friends of his, was a guy who who was the boss of the uh, of the bond and sh I mean of the of the empire that was the bond and share holding, which is a Canadian company that specializes in streetcars, trains, and. No, what's the name systems. of the company? Uh, Bond and Share is what uh, you Two don't hear. Names? No, that's that's uh, that's well, it's a big uh, a big company. It used to be quoted in the stock market many years ago, hmm. I believe. I imagine it was quoted yeah. in the stock market, but anyway, it wasn't. Yeah. And um, the guy uh, who ran that was an American or Canadian. Well, at that point, sometimes you can't make a distinction. Sure. You know, I didn't quite know. Mm -hmm. He may have been a Canadian. Mm -hmm. And he he uh, asked me to come in one day and. Uh, this was just like, you might as well have been asked to see the President of the United States, this guy, you know, he was a power. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was just looking me over for other things, and uh, which uh, I don't really know that I particularly want to put some of these things on tape. I'll tell you later, then we can decide. Okay, sure. Yeah, well, some fantastic things that I didn't do. <laughs> that, this, that this Canadian. For the bottom share. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, was this the part you didn't want, or something? Yeah, yeah, I guess it was. Let, me, right. let me tell you. I, I should have had that. No need to go over it, really. But I, I mean, I think it's. A, no, I mean. At this distance in time, I don't think anyone's going to be too upset no. by that story. Really.
Well, I didn't tell you. Is it, is it on now? Yeah, I put it back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed the way there's still the best part. You keep, you keep getting to the better part. If you promise this is real good, I'll turn it off again. Oh, turn it off again. <laughs> the thing is that, uh, in a sense, what we should do is really is we should put it on tape and then when we get to the other stage, we can, we can scrape it off. <laughs> and then you'll have 18 minute gaps. Nobody believes that. It doesn't get scraped. No, no, honestly. I mean, I'm really serious about that. But the, because uh, there's all kinds of amazing little, like, little characterization. Of the lady seeing the raw thing that just by itself is beautiful, you know, and, yeah. and really uh, should be on there. But anyway, this is uh, well, well. We can we can touch this. Uh, we can we can cover some of this uh, again in, in a way. Okay. We, well, let's uh, let's not do it now. Let's, no, not now. Yeah. No, yeah, no it'll, it'll come out even in another way, you know, which is you know we'll have another touch because this wasn't all that interesting just because it was exactly like I'm saying, you know. I mean, it's yeah. Just, it's all world. Okay. Well. Um, you got into you got me into this because you were asking me what the hell were you doing? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> well, you know, hope hope we can get answers that are on the record. Here. Let me um, let me ask this. Uh, you're this is a, we're talking about a period around between 1928 and 1930, um, and uh, in that period of time, of course, right in the middle, is the stock market crash in the United States. Yeah. And I'm wondering, did this have some, or begin to have some impact on your life down there? Uh, not that we were aware of. Uh, it's uh, the, the shock, the real shock, uh, was, was delayed, you know, it was delayed. And it may, of course, in the upper, in the upper uh, obviously, in the upper uh, economic levels of dealing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it must, the repercussion must have been immediate. But you didn't have uh Francis not there? No, gonna close the door so while she's oh, on it. Yeah, that that'll pick up Because uh, it'll pick up that better, better than anything. Yeah, the tape recorder can't tell oh. good noise from a bad noise. Well, just to the level of the waterfall. Yeah. yeah. Um okay. well uh, Okay, so about the stock market. Just how how the how did we sense the stock market? Well the truth of the matter is only the only that we had, we had just vaguely heard, you know, off and on, you know. That there was a stock market crash. It'd been a stock market crash in '29, you know, in the, in the, in the late fall, was it? October, was yeah. Late fall, '29. And so, so there was thirty. You see, thirty was in May, and we left. We left uh, something like May. Well, uh, you can see, May, end of Early May. June, see? Yeah. So it was only October. Uh, let's say November, December, January, February, March, April. It was se it's seven months after the actual crash. Okay. So that you, uh, the time you were in Rio, there was no real impact. There was no real impact. It was probably already happening, and it may have already been been taking some of our, you know, our, our livelihood in a way, but we were not directly. We couldn't put our fingers directly mm -hmm. on it because there was a running uh, inflation in Brazil. Brazil is is the country that invented inflation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Well, like no. they have made it an art. <laughs> <laughs> and let me let me explain to you because this is a real fact. This is a real fact. You know that uh, Francis spotted that right away. I mean, I, I, uh, to me, that was so normal. In, uh, in Rio, for instance, when, when there is a depression, uh, or I mean inflation, the, uh, 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 or depression, let's say, uh, then they make an inflation out of it. And the way they do this is if they say, like, like a store, we found that out, uh, we found that out one time, uh, a store in Rio, very chic store. That, and ladies' purses, and the only Avenida. And uh, I think 
just was talking to the people one time and just kidding them and so forth. And they and, uh, said something wrong. He said, well, uh, the prices were so high. You know, I said, why, why are the prices so high? He said, well, we're selling so much less now and, and it takes still that much to, to operate, you know, this business. Mm -hmm. And so we just have to raise the prices up to that level. So they just simply, uh, you know, hear the prices originally. Now, not, now, the interesting thing about this, that's why I say Brazil is the original inventor of this. It's the reverse of the supply. It, it used to be exactly the reverse here, that whenever there was no demand, you know, the prices would go down. Mm -hmm. But in Rio, the less the demand was, the more the prices went up. Yeah? And you know that uh, we, we suddenly, some years ago, and this is quite some years ago now, Francis and I one day, looked at each other and we said, by God, the, the people, the local people seem to have discovered this, you know, mm -hmm. this thing, that you just raise the prices. Mm -hmm. And this is literally what has happened now in the U.S. and, and more recently. Yeah, you know, a funny thing is... Uh, but they didn't used to be that way. Just this weekend or sometime recently, I heard a thing about a statement of exactly that thing, of United States Steel raised their prices 6% because they're selling less steel. <laughs> it, was, it was on the news. <laughs> this is new, Francis. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was it, silly, you know, really, to hear it. <laughs> yeah, she was here, but she would just laugh over this. It's great. It's great. It's I can't remember whether it was on a comedy like, show or a movie that, show. That, was, that was, uh, was unheard of. It was absolutely unheard of. Because we remember, 20, uh, you know, after we got, did get back to this country, 30, uh, late 31. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then the next uh, few years, was the, you know, the, the worst of the Depression. Mm -hmm. My God, you could just buy things for next to nothing. Mm -hmm. Let me ask this. Did, did um, as the Depression, at least what we would call in this country, the period of the Depression went on, um, did, did your uh, father's business, obviously he continued the business when you had to travel, did, uh, did it get noticeably worse, or was he able to pretty much maintain a decent level of business? He was able to maintain it for a while, and I, I think that uh, after that he, he bridged the gap for a while by, by uh, uh, continuing you know, to work for himself and uh, also having a teaching job. Uh -huh. he, taught, he, he, he bridged himself over to that. But so it did, it did yes. diminish, so it did begin It did diminish. Uh, uh, well, for one thing, uh, uh, you know, we, uh, it was harder to get money out of him, you know, from him. Mm -hmm. he, was, uh, he was just, just, he was just taking in less. Yeah. Let's, um, let's talk about, uh, about the, you, you, we've already referred to on the tape, uh, the coincidence with Gordon, the, your collapse and, the, and TB, and you made some remarks about how this prepared you for what was to come, and just what the immediate you know, facts of that, of that occurrence were, and, you're, and then you're traveling to Europe. Um, you've already kind of referred to that you, you were in a cafe, I think you said. Oh, uh, well, yeah, the, the, you know, the first uh, symptoms of this, uh, of the fact that I problem when I was standing up feeling kind of bad, uh, it was, or, you know, got to feeling a little bad, you know, and, uh, and, uh, but I really don't know what you mean, uh, what I was referring to and at this point. I can't remember what I was referring to. Well, just to. just to describe the incident and uh, and what your immediate response was, and you know that's what I, that's really all I'm asking. Just a biographical. Oh. Uh, I think. You, well, I'll 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 try I'll try not not try to reconstruct what I might have had in, in mind when I said that because I I just can't don't remember what the no, what, what on, other yeah. things were cruising. You know. Yeah. Well. Let's put it this way, what, uh, uh, what happened was, I'll just take, just take the, the facts. First of all, uh, apparently I already mentioned, 
that uh, I went to see uh, uh, my doctor friend, you know, a man that I knew for many years, you know, a neighbor in the, in the city where we had an office. And, uh, and uh, he didn't uh, particularly, uh, he gave me some things to take, which, you know, snapped me up considerably. But uh, he didn't talk any particularly pessimistic picture to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he took me to this, well, we together went to the specialist, and, and uh, this guy uh, uh, tapped me and x-rayed me, and, and he decided that I had TB. So uh, I said to him, uh, considering the uh, well-established fact in those days, uh, uh, perhaps still in, in tropics generally, uh, TB before, before drugs and things like that uh, was a touchy thing, and, uh, and uh, people yeah. just uh, didn't survive it too well. So I said, all, all things being equal, and, and uh, I, I said, let's start with, with, with uh, whatever is the thing most, what is the most valued treatment or, or, or uh, preferred treatment, uh, you know, everything else being equal. And he said, well, if you can afford it, you can go to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't particularly putting the effort, I mean, the, the weight on the affording. He said, he said, it's very, it's expensive to go to Switzerland, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, he knew you were in yeah. fair circumstances. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he, he knew we were in fair circumstances, sure. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I said, well, what's the second uh, thing? The second, uh, second best, but, but still very good. He said, well, you can go in, in the high mountains. There's an area there in Brazil, in the high mountains, where they were apparently had uh, had. Uh, uh, had uh, resort areas, you know, spa-like yeah, spa -like areas, and nowadays probably developed into skiing areas too. Yeah. And uh, so he said that is is also very good, but he, but he said the doctors are, of course, are, are much more experienced, and, and, uh, and uh, the food is very good in nourishing. It's just simply, um, you know, he just simply thought that the regime uh, you know, is an older thing there, more established, more where, no, where? In Switzerland. In Switzerland, yeah. All right, so so uh, we figured that it was about two, uh, uh, two days. I mean, from I don't forget whether it was two weeks from the day to talk to the specialist. And certainly, or or two days from the. No, it was two days from. The, I mean, two weeks, but I should say, from the day we talked to the specialist, we were on board ship mm -hmm. to to Genoa. You know, to um, you just you know, decided decide to have a quick to look, just look, look go all you know go all the way. And uh, we had uh, we had known about this particular place before through a friend, uh, uh, you know, who had cured there. Now, is this uh, a Rosa? In yeah, Rosa, yeah. That's, and that's in Switzerland. That's in Switzerland, in um, Western Switzerland. This may be a dumb question, uh, I suppose, because the answer might be very obvious. But I, let me ask: um, Is just what was the uh, sort of emotional reaction of uh, like your family and Francis? You know, this was it. Uh, how would you characterize it, or was it? Very concerned, but but uh, uh, but uh, everybody, you know, of course, very especially France, is very constructive in the sense, not not looking at it at all in in, in the worst sense. They certainly didn't display any, any uh, too great uh, concern, you know. Not a me. panic kind yeah, of. Not even panic uh, to me. And uh, we looked at this is something you know. Let's uh, try and get it done. You know, let's get you over this. Yeah. And, uh, 
And so, uh, so uh, it, it was uh, curious because I, I remember I have a reference picture of myself which I've had in my mind, you know, off and on. So let's come back to the soy thing. I remember um, the, well, about the time that I was getting, uh, signing up for the, for the ship, you know, to do this, because uh, I went, walked down to this, this, um, uh, it's an Italian uh, uh, steamship line. And uh, somebody, you know, I, I was sort of, I was both a marked man and I was also free. Mm -hmm. you know? it, was a, it was a strange, it was a heavy feeling. It was very, very, in a way, kind of, kind of beautiful. And it was on, 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 on one of these walks around the uh, main drag in Avenida. I walked into a, a place where they used to uh, have sort of short stand exhibitions of some deluxe items and sometimes they would have some some uh, uh, books, you know, things like that. And there they just had finished up some ex exhibition of imported books. And I remember buying uh, uh, two, I think, two books that I still have. And uh, they were all basics. And uh, from then on, see, I, uh, I, I have never bought anything that, that wasn't basic. Well, what were the books? Do you remember? Oh, I had a book on the culture of the Renaissance in Italy. And uh, so I, uh, so on the way over, uh, you know, I read this very carefully. Mm -hmm. And uh, God knows I waited backwards and forwards in Switzerland, and I could, for a while, I could have been the, an authority on Burkhardt. Mm -hmm. And uh, so after we got to, um, oh, we had to look around uh, Italy, you know, and went to, we went to Rome, and we were going to the mountains and sit in a, in a chair and, mm -hmm. you know, or something like that, or just rest right away before looking at something, getting a taste of something. So we had some marvelous meals there in Italy. The food in those days was still great. And we had some fantastic <laughs> wine in, in Genoa. It was just out of this world. Genoa or Barcelona? Barcelona, also about Genoa also. Genoa, I did not tell you This guy's kind of like torturing you with how it used to yeah. be. Yeah, this, this was like, uh, you know, there were, that was a, uh, was a white wine in Genoa. The red wine, very, very 1905 or something, yeah, in Barcelona. And we had some uh, wine in Barcelona. It was 1905, the year I was born. And that was just this world. Just a world. So let me let me get you traveling to Europe then. So he was Europe. happy not to be in the mountains in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you get on the boat and you and you the port of destination was Genoa. Genoa and and from there we would have gone to Switzerland nominally, you know. But you went instead around. You went to, we went to Rome. We went to Rome in the in, in, in the vicinity and. So on, but mostly we, mostly we uh, went to far to uh, to uh, Villa d'Esti and Frascati uh, and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and uh, had, had to have a look at some gardens. Villa d'Esti is almost all the water effects, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah that's a very beautiful water effect. Well, the um, so you arrive around June, July, depending on how long the boat was. July, say, approximately. June, June, middle, middle June, I'd say. And you spend some time traveling in, in Italy. Yeah, we we only, we, uh, we spend a week, let's say. And then spend. you go right to Rosa. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we may have spent. Yeah, then we went. We didn't. Uh, once we uh, we uh, where did we go to? Did we go to Torino on this particular trip. I don't maybe know. We had a good look at Genoa. Now here's a here's a question just popped yeah. in my mind. Kind of talking about traveling. Yeah. Um, did, did you did you have a car? Did you drive in Brazil or in? No, no. We, was I, it I common? Never had a car. I've never. Well, I I have driven in cars. You know, I, 
accident that I had for many years, not driving a car. And at that time you didn't drive? I didn't drive in those days, no. This was all trains? Oh, all of those was trains. You see, the whole world was, was oriented towards trains. This was, yeah. And it's amazing when, when that's the case, you see, everything is there. The best mm -hmm. hotels are not very far from the railroad station, you know, and so on. Yeah, yeah, that's been it's a big change. Best, some of the finest restaurants, God, and some of the railroads had some of the finest restaurants. I mean, railroad stations had some of the finest restaurants. That's right, railroad hotels. Expensive ones. Yeah, yeah today it's the uh, Coke machine. That's right, that's right. <laughs> in the, in the well, I mean, I, I like to develop it actually a little bit, you know, I mean, how this uh, went. Well, anyway, so um, after a look at Roman, we looked up a friend in, in my world who uh, uh, had been a student at Cornell. In Rome? Yeah. 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 And uh, then, uh, then we, um, whatever, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly how long it was, but it wasn't very long, and then we got on the train and, and uh, went north. And uh, we made another stop somewhere, in Turin or someplace, I don't have any idea where this was, some other trip. But in any case, we went to, uh, to, uh, to Zurich, Switzerland, and, uh, and we stayed overnight in Zurich. Mm -hmm. And I remember that that afternoon before, uh, before uh, you know, just going to, before stores closed, I went into a bookstore and I bought a little book, which I still have now, too. Mm. And uh, it's very, very interesting how that was. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I still have these three books in there. And the interesting part about it is that their value to me has remained exactly alike. I mean, in the sense that how I rated them a little bit, you know, how my interest was to, towards them, mm -hmm. has not changed. Now, you only, you only named one of these. You named Burkhardt. Yes, because it's the only one that, that, uh, that, that uh, really uh, should be named. And uh, because uh, uh, the, uh, the, the other one was... was, uh, was uh, Yeah, he'll, he'll be too intrigued if I don't show up with this. <laughs> what is this cat's name? Which one? This one's Bruno. Take a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we brought two kittens up from Tucson. And we call them Bruno and Sylvia. The little, little children in the woods. <laughs> mm -hmm. The first Sylvia got killed and Bruno died of a broken heart, I think. Mm -hmm. And but we think this is I think he's the grandson of Bruno's. Because the other Bruno was just he didn't have the black on the back, but he had a black tail with a little white tip and he had black on his head just like that. Now here's here's it here the um, here are the two books that I bought that I bought on that uh, on one of those walks down the main dragon reel, you know. When I was when I was uh, parting from things, you this know. is Burkhardt. That's the Burkhardt in the original German. Yes, mm -hmm. and this is Aesthetik by Benito Croce. Croce translated into German, and uh, that happened. The uh, you know that, that's how, that was among the few books left mm -hmm. yeah, that these people had in the stand. You know, you can see they had just sold out of them. It's in a short stand, and this uh, this I bought that night in the stop in in Zurich. Before going, before we went to the restaurant, Spinoza. Yeah, we had, had a very fine, very, very fine meal. Hmm. On the right side of that drag, main drag that 
starts from away from the train station. station. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. You know, I have and to. Then, uh, yeah. I have to give it a little aside when I see the the book by uh, Croce. It's very fine. Very very fine deal. Hmm. On the right side of that drag, main drag that. Wonderful. You know, I have and to. Then, yeah. I have to give it a little aside when I see the, the book by uh, Croce. It's um, the, about books. It's I, I can't say I've had this kind of experience, but I, but I had a funny experience with an Encyclopedia Britannica, an older one, well older by my standards, 1948, which my parents bought um, when my older brother was getting to the age where he starts reading and asking that kind of a question, you know, and so on. And which they bought. Not, <laughs> not that kind of question. The other kind. The encyclopedia kind. That's right. And, you know, they really couldn't afford it at the time. Um, it was quite, you know, early in my father's career. But they thought it was a good thing. And they, of course, it's a very beautiful set of books. And so they bought it. And, you know, my brother used it. And I remember using it. And, you know, it was just wonderful. It seemed like everything you'd ever want to know was right there. You know, you know, so it seemed... And then I remember we all kind of outgrew it, and um, for many years my mother had had a cleaning lady who had, was very, very, really a close friend almost, and uh, offered it to her son's family. for They had a growing child, you know, and so they took it and they used it, and then at one point they offered it back to my parents and they said, well, we don't really need it. And, and then in between that time, I happened to have run across an old encyclopedia, and I, was I noticed that the article on photography had been written by Weston in the older ones. I said, my God, that's really kind of interesting, you know, and, and so on. So next, I said to my mother, where is that encyclopedia now? And she says, oh, they still have it. And I said, well, you know, call them up and just say, I'd love to go over and get it. And I got it, and of course, that article is there. But, but even more than that, the incredible thing, and particularly in the older encyclopedias, is you look through articles, and like the article on mass production was written by Henry Ford, the article on Lenin was written by Trotsky, and the article on aesthetics was written by Croce. You know, mm -hmm. And, that's, yeah. and uh, yeah. I, so I've come. I was looking for little initials at the end of the article. It's very interesting, you know. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. The Britannica uh, used to be used to be done that way. And now it's not so good. I don't think. But. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I was interrupting your story. You had just bought Spinoza in Zurich, and we're on your way. That's right. That that was the last of these particular three books and, and uh, so we had this very nice dinner and the next morning we got on the train and uh, we were riding third class, were we not? Mm -hmm. Not because we were particularly uh, broke, which we weren't. We, we were going to this luxury resort yeah. really. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but the, the, in those days they still had a third class in, the, in these benches were and all, the third, the first all class. polished yellow <laughs> gold and wood. Mm -hmm. They're so beautiful to varnished. look at. This, so it's you know? better in second class today. So, oh, so yeah. marvelous to look at. Well, you know? well it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a little hard for long yeah, riding, but it wasn't too long a ride. In the short hauls in Switzerland, that isn't all too bad. Yeah, right. Anyway, so we made it uh, up to, uh, we got to Arosa about, uh, uh, about one third. About, no, no, Francis. Okay, no, no. that's right. No, we had... Uh, we, had lunch by we the went lake. up and we had lunch by the lake up there. And we had very fine, the finest pork chops you'd ever care to eat. 
And uh, I forgot what they had, some potatoes and something and some vegetables. This, this but these pork chops were just <laughs> super. This is I, Frederick Sommer's gastronomical tour of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. No, it was 46 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. Fred's estate was driving. I remember every place. Fred's estate says, but what do you think? I remember every place where, you know. That's true. And I usually forget the food. And, uh, and this was memorable. If, yeah, if it's, uh, it was for, for, for comparatively simple food, this was just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. was, the, 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 cushion, the, the cushion that these particular pork chops had, you know, mm -hmm. it's just the quality of mm -hmm. it. Well, anyway, so uh, uh, and then, well, we just happened to walk, we just walked along this lake, you know, and, you know, this was sort of like a little guest house idea, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a place where, where they served dinner. I forgot whether that was a place you could stay also or not. But they, mm -hmm. they you know, had a sm small dining room there. Mm -hmm. And we went in there, and, they, and it was rather late in the day. It was about 1.30 by then anyway. And, uh, but they, they served us, and we were the only people in there. And this was beautiful. Then we, uh, we uh, how the hell did we get up on the hill? Well, you had the name from the Marians. Yeah, but how did we get up on the hill? Wow. Huh? Well, we walked up, did we? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we left. We left the things probably at the station. Probably. Yeah, we had some other things with us. I'm sure we left they didn't this. Have cars. Oh, we they have, didn't have any cars there at that time. We were allowed. Maybe, maybe we took. Mm -hmm. That's funny how big. Maybe we took one of those. Uh, those maybe uh, we got a sleigh or a horse. No, these horse carriages. Horse carriages. To get Arosa was on the. Top in those of the days, they didn't. Yeah, no, they, they didn't it's permit it. Valley of the mountains. But it's up. It's up yeah, and, and they they didn't That's permit exactly. any automobiles there in those days. The city, the little town. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does he help So what was the Rosa like? Uh, I mean, Just was it like a luxury resort kind of a feeling? Or? It really was oh, a luxury yes. resort that that that, 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 that in which nothing was inflated. I mean, it was a luxury just resort with a lot of TV sanitariums. <laughs> yeah. Also. Yeah, that's the, those were the two things. Yeah. So, and at the time, at the time we reached, well, by the time we got there, it was already pretty much in balance. I mean, it was mm -hmm. you couldn't tell whether it was going to go more sports, you know, and, and more, and gradually it became more and more sports, and, more, and less and less sanitary. You know, yeah. yeah, and I, well, I think, in, and of course now with anyway. now the treatments have Keeping changed with uh, drugs. They shortened treatments, but people are still the Europeans like to go to spas. Oh sure. And, and so that's what the hell. Sanitarium. Yeah, so they're probably going there just like they always did. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, uh, we went to this place that we had uh, we had the address of because we knew two friends about this place, and uh, and we took a room and, uh, and said that we probably would be here for a while. And, uh, and, uh, and I went, you know, so I had the man make make a make a uh, make a, uh, make a, a, a date with the doctor, wasn't it? Yeah. They probably arranged a date with the doctor. So that happened pretty quickly. Either the next day or the day mm -hmm. after, I went to see this doctor. Well, it turns out it turned out that he was a little man, just like everybody would describe Emmanuel Kant. You know? mm -hmm. And it, and uh, and it was only years later that I discovered. In the meantime, I knew he was into things, but I, I was only years later it turned out that he is he was the greatest authority on a German, on a certain German poet. Mm -hmm. yeah. this, this, this doctor. This, this particular doctor. <laughs> what's his What's his name? Yeah. I don't remember. 
Richter, something. Well, no, no, the guy he was the authority on was his name is Jean Paul Richter. That's the that's the what yeah. he was the authority on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the doctor's name? Do you recall? Yeah, I I, I can't think of yeah. his huh. name right now. That's but, amazing. Uh, <laughs> but anybody who would know John, if we if we looked up a the major work on Richter. Yeah, we we, we would find, spot this guy. <laughs> and, amazing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. So he, uh, he he looked me over, he examined me, and you know, so you know, and so on. And pretty much what he said and what the other doctor had said before, you know, they are in real, you know, they seem like they're about, you know, kind of agreed, and and, uh, and they, generally the the amount of time that it might take, you know, for me to make a fair comeback. So what was the treatment? Was it essentially just uh, yes. living simply and he waiting? Mm -hmm. Resting yeah. cure. The first day, uh, <laughs> you're supposed to take the temperature and, and, uh, and, and the amount of temp the amount of temperature that you have, if, if you have any, uh, uh, determines to the degree of exercise you do. Uh -huh. And uh, so gradually, uh, I said I soon had no temperature. They just went for long walks in the morning. You know, Started long out long walks in the afternoon. Get up for breakfast and then lie down and then go for a walk and then lie down. He'd lie down before and after each meal. <laughs> and they had each room had a balcony and they had just you know lying down. This was really a fattening cure because that was and a really rented, up one. rented bearskin sleeping bags. They didn't call them that, but they were bearskin bags that you used on your porch to sleep out there to, to rest outdoors and keep warm. Huh, so you spent the winter essentially all, all winter there? Yeah. Till April. And uh, one, uh, one morning or, or afternoon, whenever the fatal moment was, uh, I had already had an encounter with cameras, you know, and so forth, but I wasn't uh, tied into it, was my concern. And uh, I was doing some sketching there while there, you know, as soon as, soon as I got relaxed enough, I, Mm -hmm. I got myself some pads of paper and things like that, and I started to do some things. And and uh, uh, also I bought quite a few art books. And uh, there was also a, and there was an English library down there where I could get some English books, and they were also stupid. A great time for reading. Always. And so, <laughs> so I just faced up to the fact. I said to myself, if you're ever going to read, this is going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And, and really. Well, by God, you know that that period got me an education. That's exactly what it did. Uh, I, I left that town with a very different guy, knowing a little bit more about what man was all about. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, uh, so you were saying on one fateful day or something about the... Well, one fateful, uh, fateful day, I was, uh, <laughs> I faithfully saw a, a very nice little black camera sitting in a, in a food store. And it was a little plowable market. Two and a quarter by three and a quarter, beautiful made thing. Mm -hmm. So I bought this thing and started to go around and, and taking some photographs of that neighborhood and things. Before long, up, up to that point, I had never toyed with the idea of toying with photography or doing anything like that because I, I was interested in drawing and sketching and so forth. Yeah, it was a little dark room in the basement. Yeah. This camera would have taken uh, sheet, sheets of film. It did that too, yes. It took a sheet film, it took, a, uh, you know, that's my first acquaintance with a complex camera that did all kinds of things. Mm -hmm.
And uh, a dark room. What Where? happened was I had I was no, having I my have. films developed, you know, locally there uh -huh. by uh, you know by some people down by the lake. And uh, then it, uh, one day somebody showed up at the house. It was a, a brother of some young girl who was staying there. And uh, he just mentioned casually uh, to me, you know, he just took the film, took his film out of a, the camera that he had, you know, some kind of a roll film camera. And he, and he said, oh, I'm going to wait, I'll, 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 and, you know, later after it gets dark, you know, I'm going to develop this thing in my room. I said, what do you mean you just developed this? He said, no, it's no problem. I said, you want to see how it's done? So I went, that's the first time in my life I saw the emulsion. Those are the days when you could you could see the emulsion come up in red light. Oh, it was ortho film. Yeah, it was ortho film. Huh. And uh, it was quite exciting. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he says, it's no problem. <laughs> he says, he says, stick it in. I said, well, I <laughs> wonder where that guy is today. <laughs> he was Polish, wasn't he? Yeah. He was Polish, yeah. Yeah, I hate to think. Polish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He would, uh, he would be just a few weeks younger. Well, I was just wondering from this, you know, just kind of fancifully from the yeah. standpoint of, yeah. if he would see what he might have he had a part in, occasioned. Yeah, <laughs> he had a point. Uh, somebody would have sooner or later done it. But it was funny, I, there was a guy who once worked for my father who also was dabbling in photography. And he was, uh, he mentioned something to me, you know, he, and, uh, but it was, you know, I was busy with other things, you mm -hmm. know. But there we were in this house, you know, with nothing to do, you know. Yeah, let me, let me ask this to why we're talking about, like you refer to this guy who had been dabbling uh, in Rio that you were aware of. Um, did, did your family have like a, uh, maybe again this is a dumb question, but like a snapshot album, I mean, was that a kind of a fixture in the home? Uh, or not? No, the, fa the family had some uh, had some uh, old photographs. Yeah, you know, you'd call that. But it, that that never interested me. Either. I mean, in other words, to to uh, to get excited because of the image, you know, that was mm -hmm. was there on paper and things like that. Did Did you yeah. work with photographs as part of the material used in your in your landscape yeah. architecture practice as a? Uh, no, no. Very early, I I had the camera one time. You know, where I, I, I photographed some architecture. And, uh, but I didn't use it. Didn't use it Just sketching and going to see it was a more satisfactory means for you at yeah, that time. Yeah. Or sometimes uh, I did. I did use. Uh, did use the photographs that I had made of, uh, of something. One place or another, uh, and use it as a base for making a sketch off of it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. But anyway, so. Uh, uh, here we were. I mean, are you okay, okay with you? I mean, we go on the line. I, I was just thinking about getting a drink of water, actually. Oh. <laughs> Here's This is my glass right here so that I was just, uh, I wonder if maybe you were interested in this little water. Yeah, I'll pass this with you. Let's see, for it. Yeah, I'll start the river going here in a minute. Yeah. Before you feel the need of it rather than after is all better. Yeah, that's uh, very, very good. But it was, uh, I spent about, uh, spend, I must have spent about three weeks off and on, you know, kind of becoming a little tense. You wonder, you know, how long I could stand this sort of thing, you know, but, but gradually I was, I was just facing the fact, you know, that either I do this or I didn't do it. 
Besides, it wasn't also damn unpleasant. No, <laughs> I had a chance. No, you, you, you only you're, served uh, two four-course meals a day, and, the and food was coffee and a big, and a big pot of hot like milk perfect, twice a day. Perfect and formula for the <laughs> relaxed life. Yeah. Hmm. Walking morning and afternoon. You were asking something. I didn't interrupt you. No, I was just uh, at first. I wasn't sure what you were referring to. You're just referring to the life in the rosa, though. Mm -hmm. um, well, a lot of people that came up there, of course, they had a light, night life and they went to these uh, these uh, uh, bars and various kind of uh, coffee houses, you know, and sat there by by the hour, you know. I mean, I, I went to bed. I went to bed at nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, you made this remark that, uh, that in print, I've seen in various little blurbs, you know, written uh, that the that the uh, tuberculosis prepared you for what was coming, or some such remark like that. And I just wondered in, in what sense oh, oh, you meant oh, I that. I see, I see, I see. Uh, well, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of things. There's no, there's not one single answer to that. Uh, and, uh, let's take a few the variants in the possibility. For one thing, uh, that we that we simply have to bide our time. We have to go with. We have to go with uh, with the way uh, with, with the role of things, and uh, we cannot order anything. We cannot decide that we're going to photograph such and such a thing today. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, we we may meet something approximately that, but we will have to make quite an effort to understand the, what we did in program, and uh, not because we want to also to program it but we will have to go along with what we do not understand. And uh, mm -hmm. very, very gradually, I, as of this is further on, by the time we, we first moved into this house, you know, I already had this doped out, mm -hmm. that basically I was only interested in books I couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. And that it's an absolute waste of time to read things you can understand. Any Joe Palooka can do this. You know? And, uh, well, I, I didn't have it a very good, uh, mm -hmm. Answer: uh, Why should I have such a snobbish attitude? And was this justified in any way? But very, very gradually, I began to realize that I was getting something else out of things. Yeah, you know, I, I just have to say that that it's really amazing to hear you say that because actually, um, you're, you're the first person I've actually heard like so clearly say, like you were just saying that you're only interested in books you couldn't understand. Because I mean, I've I've had that feeling that the things, and I, more so in terms of say photography. That, for example, one of my initial interests, uh, beyond a sort of pedestrian idea of photography, was when I came in contact through Jerry Stephanie with with Minor White's work, and because I didn't understand it at all, and that was that I knew was was the thing I wanted to go towards, or to turn, you know, when I didn't understand it, and it's and as as I felt I achieved some understanding, it became something else, you know. Yeah. And that's interesting. I mean, I just. So. All right now, uh, uh, let's uh, let's uh, we want to go actually. Could, uh, we uh, we want to take up at this point again, you know. Uh, but first, let's go on a little bit with the Rosa, you know, because this 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 business uh, was conducting there went Okay, on. well, I think that you the sense that you gave for this one variation or one aspect of the statement of it, what it prepared you for, I think that's probably the, a very basic sense. Yeah, let's let's go on um, with. Uh, Europe and being at the Rosa, um, was there? I mean, you you said you were there till April. Was there any particular other events uh, besides coming in contact and buying this camera that we should discuss that happened during this period? 
Um, or was it essentially just well? I was uh, I essentially I was uh, buying uh, buying some art books mm -hmm. and working them with great great care. And I got I had a little magnifier, which I still have. This thing is still here. It's all beaten up. It's all beaten up. I bought it. I bought it in the local store. <laughs> and it had a handle at one time. You know. That's one of them. Okay. It fell several times. <laughs> Great boy. Okay, well, now between, between that and, uh, and some goggles, you know, to keep the snow from, you know, from getting in on me. I really, I really learned to examine images. I, would, I examined images in these, these old masters and drawings, and I you just had so much time. everything put together, you know? You know? And if I show you, you're going to see some drawings. If you show you some drawings now, you will see the, the only drawings in the world, probably, where things really go where they're supposed to. And that's not done because it's done in, in a niggardly fashion. Because it, it goes there. Yeah. It goes there. Yeah. And that's not a particular ability this way. It's because your brain really wants it there. Uh -huh. you know? and, and you see it going there. So uh, what, what you uh, so what was I doing there now? To say it in other words, what uh, what this was what I was laying the groundwork for I was identifying myself further and further for what I already had a, had kind of a, a, a call it as an as an, an ex, as an architect as I was an architect an, an excessive passion for the plan because if the guy has an excessive passion for the plan, he will not he will not go on and really serve the customer. The customer can't live in a damn plan. Mm -hmm. The customer needs the occupier. You know? Yeah. But my passion was really the plan. You know? Where things hang together, where they are, how they fit together, you know, and so forth. Mm -hmm. And again, when you, the minute you start to look at that as a problem in itself, it opens up as a plan. I see, it's not occupier, you know, and so on. And uh, so I, I uh, all of the time, I was training myself for, for the, in the widest sense for the fine arts. I didn't realize I was doing it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 uh, the fact that the Italian Renaissance was was dedicated to the, the cohesion of you know of so many things mm -hmm. you know, that it was truly the inter, in the interdisciplinary thing. Well, the expression Renaissance man. Yeah, it's it's rich. It's M much used, know, but yeah. it's just you know, and I really uh, really practiced this in many ways. Well, uh, now. What, uh, what is the advantage of, of uh, now let's bring this more a little bit more up to date just to, to give a little foresight, uh, I mean a foretaste, because a lot of people listening to this will say, but what, where is this obsession with?